Okay. Oh my God, Jim. What an evening. Jim and I have actually moved the podcast over to over to his place. It's a changing of the guard to a certain degree. We kind of have a new podcast studio, sure. uh, if you want to kind of say it that way. And we've spent the last three hours trying to troubleshoot this audio with little to no success. So close I, to three, yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, it's been painful. You know, I, I can understand now why uh, there's so many people out there that do these kinds of audio jobs full time because Jim and I certainly don't have the know-how. You figure I would because I have a uh, a major in media production, but unfortunately, this stuff. Is a little bit beyond me. We're hoping that we don't sound as bad as we think we might. But uh, at this point, Jim is just staring at the soundboard right now, and uh, <laughs> I think willing it to work as much as he possibly yeah, can. Yeah, I'm trying to send it more love, not less. <laughs> it definitely needs more love, man. That's yeah. Sure. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please head on over to Instagram and give us a follow at straight.love. That's S T R the number eight dot love, and give us some love. Give us some love over over on Instagram. That's uh, makes look, the world go round. <laughs> it certainly does, and. Uh, Jim and I had a uh, our, our last episode actually was about division and of course up here in Canada we had a election yesterday. Jim, I'm sure you voted. No, I, I didn't vote actually. Oh, yeah. Good fucking patriot are you, my friend? Well, I don't know. Does that really make me a patriot or non-patriot? I just don't follow politics enough. I'm not educated enough, so I wouldn't be making uh... an educated decision. Yeah, that's okay. right. Okay. So. So and truthfully, uh, of what I know, I don't think I want anyone, uh, any of them. I'd rather, I don't know make my own vote do you spoil think it, the ballot do you think it really matters at the end of the day who the who the prime minister is do you think yeah it probably not in? No? probably not no okay so Ed, did you vote i did actually oh, yeah well, that's you know great. I, I thought it was my patriotic duty to go out and vote and uh I, you know i was hearing from people that if you don't vote you can't complain and uh, let me tell you something i'm gonna complain no matter what uh, i Nobody's see why you did tell it tell me what <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, it, it was interesting. You know, you had the People's Party that was gaining some ground. I don't know like, how many of our listeners actually give a shit about politics. But, I mean, up here in Canada, it was kind of a big deal, although not much changed. We yeah, yeah the, it's the same as it was before, wasn't it? The same it? as it was before. We had the emergence of the People's Party, which is kind of like a, a fringe right-wing party that uh, is very... What I didn't hear a lot of was... Uh, was I, don't, I don't think there's necessarily like a, a, a love party, Jim. Nobody was out there no? preaching love. No, that at least I heard. I don't know how many votes that would get, but... So, uh, minority government back... Uh, uh, minority liberal government, government, again, up here in Canada, Justin Trudeau, is still going to be our prime minister. He's going to rule with a... Not iron really an iron fist. fist oh, uh, no. a, a very soft and delicate beautiful fist because that's just the kind of guy that he is i don't know <laughs> i know that there's a lot of like i said man there's a lot of people out there that don't like him but hey you know what uh more than anything it was montreal like jim's just finicking with everything right now yeah. it's just distracting the hell out i'm of sorry i apologize i'm completely listening to you okay i'm a thousand percent listening to you well as yeah. long as somebody is jim yeah so uh now that we're here now that we have this new setup uh, we're going to be bringing in guests. Yeah, that's the plan. That is kind yeah, of the plan. Here. Couple, well, at least one lined up already. Which I mean, I mean, no big secret. The first person mm-hmm. that's going to be a guest on the show is going to be yep. Alexander, the, the 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 local celebrity, Alexander Chaling, who is the inspiration behind this podcast. He's one of the big reasons why this started to begin with. Uh, so we're going to have him on here. Hopefully, we can get uh, we can get him down here for a couple hours. And yeah, just kind of see where that conversation goes. I can only imagine the different ways that we would take it. I'm sure you have a number of different questions you'd like to ask. I certainly have my own. Absolutely, yeah. It would really be interesting to talk about the past. You know how he got started in, in meditation. What he was like as a kid. What what 
what things were like in Spain. Um, I think he grew up in Spain too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I don't know. So it'd be interesting to know, time there, but. you know, his first vision or, you know, everybody kind of has these, these uh, experiences, especially when they're really small. They're a little bit more connected to the spirit world, it seems like, at that age. Well, I think, well, that's where it's the strongest, right? That's where you haven't yet been conditioned out of it. So I think if you aren't frightened of it or you aren't steered away from it when you start getting into that realm, then I think that is how you kind of cultivate it more and, and capture it more, and so, so so to speak. So what do you think that is, man? It's, it's, it's the simple fact of, like, if you're, because you kind of just left where you were, you're more closer to that world that's right, yeah. than spending the amount of time yeah. that you had in this one. So that's kind of potentially why. Yeah. Um, your, your, right, your right brain hasn't been squashed yet. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Which is really what it is. It's very um, encouraged to, you know, it's the, the divide between the left brain and the right brain because the right brain is the more creative aspect and the intuitive aspect. And, and we're so trained and conditioned and life is largely left-brained. So you you get separated from that and something that we always speak about here, regardless of what it is. And it really, really does truly apply to everything and anything. And even it doesn't seem to be the case when it's those ethereal things, but the right brain things, but you have to practice everything. You really getting good with your intuition. You have to practice yeah, getting absolutely. good with meditation. You have to practice getting better at archery. You have to practice. I would imagine so. You know, everything requires practice. It just seems that those things that are largely in our minds, we feel as though it's kind of, you're, you're good at it or you're not good at it. Well, I th- and, and, and I think that's a great point. And I think that the problem, especially when it comes to children is that, I mean, how, how, how much are they being taught how to use their left brain? Right. I mean, everything in school is yeah. very right brain learning tangible things rather than kind of getting in touch with your, with your spiritual side or with right. being able to kind of, you know, listen to your gut or understand your intuition and all those kinds of things. I mean, it would be fascinating to know, like there has to be curriculums out there or countries out there that implement those kinds of things a lot more into, uh, into school, especially for young children. I think there's maybe a few places. I think what's ending up being the case is that maybe they're just cultivating that creativity more in children as opposed to like squashing it, you know, as opposed to just so when you're being silly, you're stuff like that. Oh, okay. So that's when you, but that's what you mean by squashing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. That, that imaginary friend that you keep, that you keep talking to. Maybe just stop that because I don't want to have to be a child psychologist. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly a perfect example. Huh? For sure. Did you have an, uh, an invisible friend when you were a kid? I didn't. No. I had two of them. Get out. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I necessarily want to say what their names were because it's highly embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I please do that. For whatever reason, I remember that they looked like kind of um, a version of Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Ann. Oh, yeah. But just more, I don't know, like that. that's just the Raggedy? best way that I can kind of remember it. What did you say? Rapey? No. Yeah, because that's how I speak. <laughs> what were their names? I I I, I'm, I can't fucking even say it out loud, man. It's just it's so. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll let you know on episode 100 about that. That's my promise. Okay. To you. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> for for whatever reason, it's kind of like I remember having them, but I don't remember necessarily. Did your parent? Did your parents know you had them? Yeah, hundred percent. And what did they? And they were. I don't get get whatever what Ann and Andy whatever the names were. <laughs> raggedy Ann, like raggedy it's time Ann, for yeah, dinner. Yeah. You know, Derek and make Rag- sure you bring. Yeah, yeah. Or was it you're being? See, here's the problem so is silly. that 
I, I was probably so young. Like, this is before I was five. Like, I must okay. have been three, four. I can't remember that far back. I remember that they, I think that they probably humored me a little bit more with it rather than telling me that I was sure. silly. Yeah. So maybe I was able to keep them around for a little bit longer because I, I remember speaking to them maybe when I was alone. I don't know what it's like for kids nowadays, but because I don't have any children, but like how young are you when you're exposed to video games, television, like yeah. things that kind of desensitize you a little, a little bit and maybe don't allow you to kind of experience that quiet and see things or maybe develop relationships. Like, I don't know if I was just a lonely kid and it was like, hey, well, I have to make my own friends or... I think you make a good point though. I think when you start getting into that, those examples you gave in television and video games, I it, it shuts off that stuff. It shuts off your it shuts off your need to be imaginative and creative because it's just right... To. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, don't need to. yeah, it's all right there for you. And like we just said, if you don't practice something, it fades away. And it's so delicate too, I guess. Eh? Yeah. I mean, like if you're not nurturing that, if you're not yeah. working on kind of keeping it, it's it's just going to go, it's just going to start fleeting. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, that's a very apt way to put it. Now, if I had an invisible friend now, Jim, uh-huh. what would you think of that? What if uh, he was here in the room with us? What if he was actually our first guest? <laughs> <laughs> Well, whose voice does he have? <laughs> <laughs> well, Morgan Freeman, of course. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that going then, please. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but the thing is, is everybody has, everybody does have that. Everybody has uh, their guide, right? Well, it's interesting you say that because... If that's where you were going. Well, I a little bit, a little bit. And I think that... Like when we talk about people, and I'm just going to throw out examples of maybe somebody on the street who's talking to the sky or talking yeah. to his shadows or yelling at a cloud or something. We're just quick to say that guy's crazy. And potentially he could have maybe some sort of a brain injury or something like that. Or maybe they're just locked in somehow, man. You know, maybe they've, they're have they operating on a different level that we just don't kind of know about. Now, a, a psychologist would say that that person has is schizophrenic or something yeah. like that, which... You know, there's a lot of scientific ways of backing that up, but is there another way of looking at that? Does it kind of go deeper in a different way? I think so. I think that's just a medical scientific way to explain it, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily bad, right? It's also my limited knowledge on it. It's perhaps that person is really tuned in and they really do see their, their guide, you know, their kind of spirit protector and... Or demon, you know? Sure, yeah. You've seen the Fisher King, right? No. No, with Robin Williams, really? Yeah. Rest in peace? Yeah. No. Okay. That's I, that's actually a classic one. I think from, I want to see either the early 90s or the 80s. Oh, cool. He, he ends up being this dude on the street and he sees like a demon basically chasing him. Again, I, I don't remember if he was schizophrenic, but he, he was definitely seeing some things. But what I think ends up happening with people that have that condition is that it's labeled as that and it's labeled as like a bad thing as opposed to learning how to be with it, like learning how to cultivate it. Huh. Because instead you're given a medication to kind of shut that off. That's right. And instead of learning how to harness it, right? Learning how to connect more with it or connect better with it, connect yeah. more in the right way with it. It gets to that level, like I said, where they diagnose and they explain, okay, this person has schizophrenia. We think that's bad yep. because of the reasons that we think it's bad. Mm-hmm. So this is how we're going to stomp on it instead of finding another way to... Yeah, we really don't have another way we don't we don't have another place to send that guy to potentially no get that kind of help no 
Like, wouldn't it be neat instead of giving that person medication, as you said, they learn some kind of meditation that was specific towards that? I don't know. Or, or put that energy somehow into something else, whether yeah. it was learning a musical instrument or, yeah. or, or writing or, or finding something that yeah. they can kind of channel. I know that there's things that are happening out there that are that are that are making the world better in a lot of ways, but we're still so kind of stuck in in one way of doing things and one way of thinking about things and one way of curing things and helping people. Like I think the the consciousness is growing though. I think for other things which are less uh, with other learning uh, different abilities that there are alternative methods, kind of being more brought to the forefront or exercised or like I said, getting to that level and saying, Oh, this person suffers from this condition. And this is what we've done about this for the last 40 years. Or we medicate people when this happens, or it's kind of for whatever weird reason, we've limited the level of understanding we want to get on mm. something. Yeah. But I think that's changing. I, when I think about this new generation with Gen Z or whatever, or, or everybody's always kind of like, Oh, this, this generation, they're so oversensitive and they're snowflakes and they're just – that's always looked at so negatively. Like these people are okay. They're more sensitive. They're more – could we say they're more caring? Maybe they're a little bit more uh, uh, sympathetic. Maybe they're more compassionate. Like there could be different reasons or, or different ways to describe them. Maybe that will lead, lead for, for, uh, to a different future. You know I think I mean? that – yeah, I think it's possible. I think that has potential. I also do think that there's probably an element of it, as you said, where it's a little bit too uh, snowflakey and kind of people need to people need to be a little bit um, you know more like my old man. <laughs> not not exactly like him. That's there's a happy medium. That's not what I'm saying, yeah. but maybe a little bit more. You know, not maybe a, maybe a little bit more David Goggins esque. Yeah, I, I think there's some 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 truth to that. Unfortunately, we we've raised a generation of children, and everybody has been told that they were special from day one. Yeah. And the simple fact of the matter is, Jim, is that. They're not special, and I'm not special, and you're not special, and nobody's really special when it comes down to it. We're uh, living here for a very finite amount of time. Uh, we're going to have our, our, our human experience for as long as we have it, and uh, hopefully it's, it's, uh, it's a good life. But uh, in the grand scheme of things, man, you're not that significant. I mean, <laughs> well, and it doesn't really prepare you for the real world. It just doesn't because that's very predicated upon – sort of your very close circle and your echo chamber and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, that diminishes and disappears pretty rapidly when you hit like adulthood in the real world and you realize that there's a ton of shit that's out of your control that sort of has, I mean, everything has to do with people, but a lot of it has not to, to do with people. For example, whatever your government tells you to do. Yeah. Um, and, and then again, yeah, a lot of it is people that, um, probably haven't really lived that way. They, they've experienced a different way of life that's um, cushy, let's say. And, right. And well, I think I, I mean, don't to a certain degree, I, I agree with you. But I mean, if you have a generation of children that then are this way throughout their childhood, and then they're like this into their teenage years, and then they're like this in their colleges and their universities, and then from there they go like that into the workforce. I mean, theoretically, to a certain degree, the world is going to kind of adapt to them rather than adapting to the world right like we say that you're not going to be ready for the real world but eventually they're going to be the real world right i mean at least at least on the west i, I don't know yeah um, yeah maybe sure maybe that's maybe that's the point around it but i'm not entirely i'm not entirely sure about that because i, I feel as though that's the demographic of people that that personality that uh, you know 
environment of upbringing would pertain to those being you know the ones that played community club soccer and went to an okay high school that there wasn't that many you know drugs being dealt behind locker doors and then they went on to some sort of college of some sort of university but I don't think that's the majority of people. Like, I, I think a, a lot fewer people have that life path just mm. because that's a little bit of a blessed, so to speak, privileged kind of life to be able to have that. And so there is social media and Amazon and, you know, governments that are now just overarching their authority into every realm of life. The less you have to think for yourself and make a decision, that's just that's bad news. Well, so why do you think, and, and circling back to the uh, to the election that took place yesterday, we're so invested in these kinds of things, thinking that it's going to have these huge impacts on your life. And we, we always look to these leaders, you know, these people that are going to lead us through a recession or lead us out of COVID. And we never look in the mirror and think, boy, like this person's powerful. This is the person that can make some real change. We're always looking outside of ourselves and especially to politicians. I've found that the more that I focus on what I'm able to control and make those kinds of changes, mm-hmm. that that's when my life seems to really change, mm-hmm. improve or deteriorate depending on the kind of choices that I make. And then that makes sense to me. I mean, that makes sense to me because of the world that I live in, which is the world that you do have control over that stuff. You are a product of your thoughts and what you want to attract. And but where's that message been? You know what? That, that was well. That's been, not going to be a message. That's exactly. Just, it's fucking not ever going to be a message. I didn't see not one, in our lifetime. Not not one politician was on TV saying, "Hey, you know what? A vote for me is a vote for." You. you. <laughs> it's a, yeah. it's no, a vote they, of confidence for they want you to rely on them. They want you to think that I'm yeah. the savior here. I'm the one that's gonna make your life better. It's never you're the one who's gonna make yourself better. No, and, and it's the people with the good hearts and the big hearts and that are giving those are the ones that are gonna make the difference. Those are the ones that make change and it's just there needs to be more of it. There needs to be more people that are doing that. And it's not anyone's fault. It's 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 a tough time. It's a tough time to live with all this stuff. Like I mean I guess every generation can say that every generation goes through their trials and tribulations of what it might be. And uh, this is ours. Ours is this age of media and misinformation mm-hmm. and, yeah. and division and tribalism, as you've made reference to before. And we want to unite and be one, but we're doing the exact opposite. And we just, it's confusing to me. It seems very counterintuitive. Yeah. And, yeah. As we've spoken about before as well, you can't, you're either on this party or that party and one of them likes one thing, the other one just by default hates that same thing. Mm-hmm. There's no, Absolutely. there's no working together. And no. it's, so it's, doesn't speak to a greater, a greater one and a greater unity. And it doesn't speak to that at all. Why do you think that we're led more often than not by the less, by the, by the least among us? How do you mean? Sorry. Well, when it comes to, and I'm thinking again about politicians in particular, it, it never seems like you have people like um, an Aubrey Marcus or an Alex Chaling or Ram Dass or something like that who is getting into these political positions where they can potentially make changes to laws to improve people's lives. They, they, they just have no interest in leading people in that particular way. Like, 
we're led to believe that that's how you make change, right? Yeah. That, that that's the way that you can impact society the most. These people have no interest whatsoever in doing that. But the people that do have an interest are always the ones that are the most, you know, psychotic sometimes, the most egotistical, the most selfish. You know, it's 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 amazing. You have to be the uh, a really and, and not all politicians, but it seems like there's there's a very distinctive personality, a set of personality traits that you kind of need to inhabit to be to be somebody who wants to do that the reason being is that those people that you mentioned are just they're too in the know like they're too they're too smart to want to try to do it that way because no i don't know if you can do it i don't know if you can do it through politics i don't know if there's too much red tape there's too much bureaucracy Mm -hmm. and in a way even though you are the ones that are in control you actually probably become more controlled. Like no one, oh. no one stops what Alex has to say. No one stops what Ram mm. Dass has to say. You know, mm. those people speak freely to whoever wants to listen. And unfortunately, there's not enough people that want to listen. But there are people that want to listen. Whereas I think as soon as you get mixed in with the whole mainstream of things, you 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 just can't. It's it's become too overwhelming. It's become too convoluted. It's become too so many things that we don't even know about that happen. And so the people that are trying to really spread those good messages, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. that's probably where they're they're more readily able to do it. And and also you gotta the person personality traits that you spoke of i think that i think that's what you need to be a person to attain that kind of power it's sort of the power that really is powerless mm. whereas the personality traits of the do-gooders let's call them the real do-gooders they're more of i'm just gonna i'm gonna be the change that i want to see in the world as Precisely. opposed to standing yeah. behind a podium and telling everyone how they have to change Boy, i i i enjoy the way that you said that and i 100 agree with you that that makes perfect sense to me i also kind of feel as though like i don't think and i don't want to speak for Alex, but I don't think he necessarily likes to tell people what to do. Oh, know? I don't think so, no. He, I, he, he would rather, like yeah. like you said, he would rather lead by example or guide, guide it, yeah. but never tell. Like, it no. seems like, like, I don't even like telling people what to do. We both work for very, I don't know if I would say conservative companies, but certainly companies yeah. where you see a lot of different personalities. And, and again, usually the people that are in more of these managerial roles seem to really enjoy the power trip of telling somebody what they can and can't do, telling them when they can and can't take a break or go for lunch or whatever it is. It's again, it's a very kind of a a specific person who seems to gravitate towards these roles and even outside of politics. Yeah. Learning on your own, so to speak, or or with that little bit of guidance, like that's really where self-discovery happens. That's really, which I think true teachers, that's what they try to do. Yes. Yeah, as yes. opposed to just, you know, the old give a man a fish or teach a man a fish. I, exactly. Exactly. And I think that, that that also is a good way to figure out if you have a an honest and true guru in your life. Mm-hmm. If you have someone that you're trying to learn from and they're telling you this is how it is, and you see that with a lot of te- televangelists, this is what heaven looks like. This mm-hmm. is what the Bible this is what God meant when he said this and this is that. I understand why what's so appealing about those people because people want answers. And when somebody is going to give you a direct answer right, like that, exactly. even though you and I both know about nine times out of 10, it's going to be bullshit. If you have somebody that's more like Alex, that's going to tell you, like if, if, if you go to Alex and you ask for answers, he'll never tell you what no. it is. But he'll give you the tools or the guidance that you need to figure out these things on your own. 
Yep. Which, like you said, is, is where true growth happens and when you figure out things about yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's accountability too. Like you, exactly. you don't, you don't need to have any, I mean, I guess you could just blame the universe if you wanted to, but yeah, if you do what someone else says and it doesn't work out, then you just, you blame that person, right? You don't, you don't look at it, look to yourself and say, oh, well, what could I have done or should I have done or should I have learned or didn't learn or will learn, et cetera, et cetera. Like I said, you could point the finger at the universe, but I wouldn't do that. Thou shalt be smoking <laughs> one day by the universe. The last thing, the last thing you want to be smoting by. Oh yeah, fuck! Don't universe, don't don't Lord. dance that dance. Yeah, I know. Wow, a solar flare or a fucking, <laughs> you know, meteor straight out of fucking Jupiter or something. Good lord. Well, I think that more than anything, man, the the lesson that we're trying to kind of instill in people is the fact that yes, we have a we we just had an election, and yes, we have a. Uh, a government that uh, isn't much different from what it was a couple of days ago. But when it comes to true change, when it comes to when it comes to being able to have a li- have the life that you really want to have, chances are it's not going to be because because of, uh, of of some laws that a politician put into place, and it's not going to be because of right, yeah. Justin Trudeau. It's going to be because of the changes that you make in your own life. That's no right. matter. Couldn't agree more. Great, great closing statement. Start strong, finish strong. <laughs> Love you, pal. Love you, man. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Don't worry.